Are you looking for a new way to play fantasy sports? Well, we've got you covered. Welcome to Champions Round. Welcome back to the Champions Round Show. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Michael Grandinetti. How are you doing this week, Michael? Jason, hey, what can I say, man? It's Super Bowl week, so I'm stoked. It's a little bit different than years past. You know, I'm bummed I'm not going to be with my friends this year and uh, and doing a typical Super Bowl party. But if you told me, you know, about six to eight months ago, if we were even going to have a Super Bowl, you know, I might have uh, thought you were crazy. So we, we got to this point. It looks like the game's on track to play, barring a, a last-second collapse. And, uh, hey, I just can't wait for the action. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. Very, very excited that we actually have a Super Bowl also. Uh, I did not think that we would get to this week, let alone on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very excited that we have a game and an excellent game at that one. Um, can't wait to, for it to get started. Um, yeah. So obviously we got Super Bowl, 3 o'clock uh, Sunday. Um, we want to talk about the biggest storylines heading into the game. And I guess I'll flip it over to you. What do you think the biggest storyline heading into the – uh, 55th version of the Super Bowl is. Well, I kind of broke this into a, a few different categories. So there's like uh, the, the the COVID umbrella. So Barbergate to me is like super fascinating. It doesn't seem like it's going to affect the game at all. And I don't totally under, uh, understand. I don't think I totally understand what happened with the Barber. I, I, I kind of get the gist of it, but it seems really reckless, I guess, going into the Super Bowl week or at least a few days before the Super Bowl. So Barbergate, extremely fascinating to me from a stand from a X to no standpoint in the game itself i think the kansas city secondary versus the tampa bay pass catchers is highly highly interesting and i'm really curious to see how those two clash on the field on sunday and then kind of when you look at the narrative of of uh, both quarterbacks and what it's what this game is going to mean down the line when you're looking down back at this game 25 30 years maybe 50 years and the idea that Patrick Mahomes might not be able to catch Tom Brady if he doesn't win this game. Tom Brady will be up to seven Super Bowls. Mahomes still be at one. Big gap there. And Tom Brady will have the head-to-head against Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I, To me, that's also just super intriguing. And I kind of tend to agree that I think if Mahomes wants to be the GOAT at the end of the day, I, I do think he has to win this game. So you don't want to put too much stock into it, but it is kind of interesting. So that's where my head is kind of at right now going into the weekend. How crazy is that for a 25-year-old that is his fourth professional season? Mm-hmm. That, that that his legacy is on the line already in terms of GOAT status because of who he's facing on the other side of the field? Uh, that is right. that's a lot right. to put on a 25-year-old's shoulders. And it's got nothing to do with him and every everything to do with the other guy on the other side of the field. So um, maybe when, when you put it like that, it almost seems like maybe that's a stretch. But if you had to put the over-under at six and a half Super Bowls for Patrick Mahomes, I, I mean, I would take the under. So that's where it kind of gets a little dicey here. Now, if you factor in MVPs, you factor in records at the end of the day, you know, rings are not the end-all be-all. And perhaps Mahomes can still be the GOAT, uh, even if he does lose lose on Sunday. But it is just a really interesting you know, talk about storylines, interesting storyline going into the game. The funny part that you say about taking the over-under on Mahomes Super Bowls was after the Super Bowl last year, I say a prop in Vegas somewhere that said Mahomes over-under Super Bowls, and they had it at three, uh, which would be a lot. I mean, that would be the third most all-time for – no, 
How many does Bradshaw have? Bradshaw have four. It would be like yeah, I think yeah. he got four. So it'd be tied, tied for third all time. Tied for fourth all yeah, time. Yeah, third or fourth. I think Aikman's got three, so I think he'd be right there. Yeah, Montana has four, or Montana have five. Yeah, Montana, Montana has four. Four. Has four. So I think it'd be tied for third place. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's already a, a lot. I mean, it's a, <laughs> obviously that's a first ballot Hall of Famer career. Right. Uh, I mean, but. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's so special. He's already been to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, he's twenty-five years old. Um, so yeah, it, the the long-term implications of this game, specifically given the quarterbacks and the matchup, I think is absolutely the number one storyline. Um, and it should be. I mean, you're talking about what could end up being, you know, the two best quarterbacks of all time. I think that the the biggest storyline for me outside of that, and you mentioned Barber Gate, that's. That's a funny one, but it seems like they got it under control and taken care of, and everybody was wearing the proper precautions. And hopefully, it doesn't affect the game. Um, I think the biggest storyline, honestly, is this weather pattern that's coming in because it could totally throw off what we think this game is going to end up being. So it looks like the weather report for Sunday right now: seventy-one degrees, seventy-five percent chance of rain and thunderstorms, which may mean lightning. So if that means that there's a delay in the game on top of already an extended halftime with the weekend's going to be performing for, I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes, whatever that ends up being, you're talking about this could be the longest game since the blackout game mm-hmm. uh, in New Orleans. And you have a, a 43-year-old quarterback whose nap time is at 8 p.m. So <laughs> we're, already mixing, we're already mixing that in. The game starts at 6 on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know... Brady get a little uh, sleep time at halftime, or is he going to come out in the second half and look sluggish? I have no idea. We um, also think it could just make the game super choppy, and the Chiefs are kind of a team that already kind of plays choppy. They they're slow, and then they score twenty one points in two seconds, and then they're slow again. Uh, I just think it can make for a way uglier game than we're hoping for and expecting. You know, as a football fan, it's like. And just, you know, a fan of both quarterbacks in the game and everything that this game means. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the the thunder and the lightning stay away. You know, the rain is one thing and that could affect the, the play on the field. But we've seen Super Bowls with lightning before or with with rain before. But I will say in what has been maybe the craziest year of our lifetime, I, I'd almost put will the prophet, will there be lightning and will there be a stoppage in the game? That's almost got to be the favorite to me at like minus like 115, you know, like that's just what it kind of feels like is what could go wrong will go wrong. And of course, a few days before the game, now there's threats of lightning before. And and obviously, I hope I'm wrong. I'm kind of being playful here, but you almost kind of expect what could go wrong will go wrong here. And man, I'm hoping I'm hope I'm wrong about that. Yeah, I mean, I I think that you're on the exact right track there. Like it's 20. It's 2020 part two. It's yeah. not 2021 yet. Uh, I'm expe- I'm expecting the worst for sure. And I, obviously I think the game will get played and completed, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a massive delay. And whatever, more time to drink during the game. Yeah, right. Might mean I m- may wake up with more of a hangover than I want to on uh, Monday, but oh well, it's a Super well, Bowl. Uh, I'm going to say the, the people that, if this does happen, the people that remember the fourth quarter is also uh, going to go down dramatically. <laughs> for sure all right one of the other storylines i think is very important and obviously may uh, impact the game significantly is the chief's offensive line uh they're without both of their tackles at this point 
uh, Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz, they're out. Uh, how worried are you about the offensive line, especially going up a up against a Buccaneers defensive line that is playing some of their best football right now? You know, I, I mean, it's definitely a factor. And as you said, it's a storyline going into the game, and you got to be concerned. However, I think, you know, if there were uh, – if there was one guy out there drawing plays up and, and scheming to uh, get the ball out quickly and to, uh, you know – put Mahomes in the best situation, I think it's Andy Reid. So I think they will. I think they're going to scheme appropriately. Patrick Mahomes is going to get the ball out quickly. And uh, and actually, I think it actually, you know, it, it's it's kind of a, a mix and match here because when we look at the matchup, I, I believe that was the game that Todd Bowles had blitzed the least out of every single game in the regular season. And when he did blitz, Patrick Mahomes picked him apart, which he does whenever you blitz Patrick Mahomes. So uh, I don't know how much is going to change from a, a – a schematic standpoint on the Tampa Bay side, but with those guys, with those rushers, you got JPP, you got Shaquille Barrett, got Ndamukong Sue, got Vita Vea, who's back now. They could get pressure on Mahomes just with those four. So if that offensive line doesn't hold up, to me, that could be the difference in the game. So um, is it a concern? Sure. But I, I think, you know, the pieces in place for Kansas City to, to kind of, uh, you know, counter that. Yeah, so it's funny. When I was thinking about this question, I was like, yeah, I mean, every quarterback loves having protection, right? Yeah. But if there's one quarterback I trust to improvise and who's going to do more with less, it's Mahomes. So I, I get the answer to me is obviously you're concerned about your offensive line, but I'd be way more concerned if it wasn't a guy who thrives on getting out of the pocket improvising when stuff goes bad and that he's actually better in those scenarios than he is when everything is clean. Uh, so I, yeah, I mean, the answer is yeah. yes, obviously <laughs> you're concerned, but, but right. it's, but it's Mahomes. Um, I do think that, I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. Reeves going to scheme this up, right? Quick passing game more West coast stuff. He has two weeks to prepare. It's not like he doesn't know what he's you know going up against. He's going to have it dialed in right. I have no concerns about the Chiefs' ability to move the ball. And you still have Tyreek Hill, and you still have Travis Kelsey. If it means less Tyreek over the top and more quick stuff to him, okay, great. He can still break out Mm -hmm. stuff. It might mean a lot more passes to Travis Kelsey. Guess what? He catches everything every game, (laughs) and he might have 15 catches in this game. Like, it's really tough to beat a team that's built the way that they are. Um Unless you somehow, I don't know, get into the passing lanes and force them to run, I don't really know how you slow this team down for long periods of time. Um, I, I think the yeah, whole league, I, don't know. I think the whole uh, football world is still wondering that question: how you slow this team down. And from a, a betting standpoint, I know we're going to talk about Super Bowl props here in, in a little bit, but the Patrick Holmes rushing yards is, is really interesting oh. with the offensive line. Shh. Okay, all right. Shh. I, and I didn't have it on mine. I'm not even sure what the over-under is, but it sounds like you might have it on yours. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's talk about it now. All right, so we're going to get into our Super Bowl props. We're going to play a little game here. Uh, we're going to play the Super Bowl props confidence pool. So we're going to go 1 to 10, 10 being worth 10 points here. So it would be your best bet. Uh, we'll rank them in order and see where we come out next week. Um, so I guess I'll start because you just brought it up. Okay. My number 10. My number 10, so my top best bet, is Patrick Mahomes over 19.5 rushing yards. 
literally that was my number that was my number one bet <laughs> that hey so i i love it i couldn't find i didn't see the uh the line on that but to to kind of the point we were just talking about um maybe some blown protection in up front uh causes him to uh scramble a little bit and and use his legs a little bit more i i, I really like that spot so Mahomes in the playoffs, every playoff game is over, but he's averaging like 37 and a half rushing yards. Uh, last year in the Super Bowl, he had 42 rushing yards until the last drive of the game when he took kneel downs and he took the really long kneel downs to take off more clock. Mm-hmm. So his his prop, I believe it was 27 and a half yards in the Super Bowl last year. He started at 42 and because of the kneel downs, he ended up going under. Oh, that's a but, bad beat. But it was a you know, horrible beat. I think he ended up losing by a half yard. <laughs> but you know, this is what he does. He scrambles a ton, uh, and he's really good at it. And 19 and a half rush yards, you're talking about two legitimate rushes. Um, so th- I don't know why it's that low. It may go up as the week goes on. I actually have already put my num- money down on 19 and a half. If it goes up, I'll, I would bet this all the way up to like 25 or 26 rushing yards. I really love that. If I find it on, on my end, if I find it on, on my book, I might have to put some down too. Cause I really like that. Um, my number 10 is, is also a Patrick Mahomes prop. And I saw the over under at two and a half uh, passing touchdowns. And, you know, although he's only thrown three or more touchdowns seven times this season, I just think this is uh you know, I think this is a Patrick Mahomes state and game. Enough of those already going against Tom Brady. I think he's throwing at least three touchdowns. I wouldn't even be surprised to see four. So um, that was my lock of the week. My bet of the bet, my bet of all bets was my, my 10.1 was Patrick Mahomes over two and a half uh, throwing touchdowns. All right. Why don't you hit up your number nine? My number nine kind of follows suit. I think if Mahomes is throwing at least three touchdowns, then uh, I think Travis Kelsey is going to be highly involved. And I saw this over under at seven and a half receptions since week eight. Kelsey has caught at least eight passes in nine of 10 games, and I'm going to make it 10 of 11 here. I, I think this is a, a huge, huge, huge Travis Kelsey game. I love that one. Uh, I don't have any Kelsey props actually yet, but I do like the over on the receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I'll go my number nine and my number okay. eight. My number nine is total first half field goals over one and a half. I like that. The reason being, traditionally, they're going to have a little bit lower scoring a little bit tighter in the first half. Now, I'm not doing this because of weather. If weather becomes involved, this bet might actually be a sucker one. I'm not 100% sure. As long as there's no wind, I feel okay about this one. You have tighter. They're not as aggressive as aggressive in the red zone. And I think that uh, we're going to have a couple of red zone drives that stall out as they try to figure out exactly what plays they want to run in the red zone. Uh, so I think that we're going to get two field goals in the first half. Actually, there's also another prop that I saw that was over a half field goal in each quarter. So basically you need one in the first quarter, one second. First quarter is plus 115 for there to be a field goal, like that one. And then the second quarter, it was minus 300, yes, for there to be a field goal. Just because they're thinking at the end of the half, people will try to fire off some field goals. Mm. Um, I like both I like both of those. I doubt you can parlay them, but if you can, great. Um, but I, I would take the over on all of those first half field goal props. Uh, my number eight is a two point converted, a two point conversion will be converted. Yes, which is currently plus 230. 
I just think that you get in a game like this, there's some funky scoring, maybe there's a miss extra kick or extra point. Um, and you need to get back in the game somehow. You're down 11, <clears throat> whatever it is. I think that one of these teams is definitely going to go for two. If there's a prop out there that says, will a two-point conversion be attempted? Usually there's probably like minus 200. I love the yes on that. I think there's no way this game happens without a two-point conversion being attempted. Um, but I, I love a yes for it to actually be converted. You know, I would have loved to know the odds on us having the exact same prop in the exact same spot because Whoa. my number eight was, will there be a two point, a successful two-point conversion attempt? And I have yes at plus 230. So uh, for those points exactly that you mentioned, um, things get crazy, especially down the stretch. Scoring gets a little wild. I absolutely think – I think there's going to be multiple two-point conversion attempts, and I'm going to say that there's going to be at least one of those successful. So – Pretty wild that we both had that at number eight right there. Um, my number seven is total passing yards for Tom Brady. I'm going to take under 306 and a half. That's at minus 115. Now, I, I got a little in, inside scoop from my brother. I think he was listening to maybe the Bill Simmons podcast or something. And he said uh, that people tend to, to bet the overs in the Super Bowl on, on these player props. And I think if you were to bet every single one, you would win about 60%. So I'm going to use that logic here and go Tom Brady under 306 and a half. Uh, he was under that mark in the last two playoff games. And he was under that mark in his last Super Bowl appearance uh, against the Rams. So uh, I'm as number seven, under 306 and a half for Tom. Yeah, I mean, I, I generally believe that if you're betting unders, you're doing the right thing in the Super Bowl. Um, the Brady one would be concerning to me because the anticipation is going to be that they're playing from behind, which leads to more passing yards. But 306 is still a high total. Uh, hopefully you don't get in a game like the Eagles game where he passed for 540 yards or whatever, whatever the hell he passed mm-hmm. for because they were down so much and it was so high scoring. Um, yeah, I generally like that one. Uh, I will go with uh, – I'll go to my number seven and my number six. Uh, my seventh pick is the highest scoring half to be the second half. Uh, this is cash in a couple of recent Super Bowls. Generally, you look at the pace of play in these playoff games. Teams come up a little bit slower, not as aggressive in the first half. The second half, they really turn it on. There's also tends to be more turnovers in the second half, which usually, usually leads to shorter fields, uh, which leads to more points. So highest total scoring half. Second, uh, pretty easy for me. Number six, uh, total interceptions. I have over one and a half. Uh, I think they're going to be aggressive throwing the ball down the field. Maybe the rain comes into play. Maybe the weather, other weather comes into play. Um, you saw what Brady did last week. He had three interceptions, but none of them really mattered. Uh, I think that Mahomes does kind of the same thing. He's going to take aggressive shots down the field. If it happens to be an arm punt, great if they pick it off. Um I think the over one and a half is uh, pretty close I to like a lot. That. I like that. You know, both both guys can be a little dangerous with the football too. And even if it's uh, Tom Brady with those throw punts, you know, that I, I like that one and a half, the over one and a half right there. You know, I was just talking about how the unders usually hit in the Super Bowl, but for my for my number six and my number five, I actually have a couple overs. Um, first one, Leonard Fournette over 48, 48 and a half rushing yards. Um, he's just been a pivotal piece in the Tampa Bay offense. I think that's going to continue against the Kansas City defense that has been uh, slightly vulnerable against the run at times this season. So I, I do think Leonard Fournette is a big factor here for, Tam- for, for Tampa Bay, and I like the over 40 and a half 
48 and a half there. And then you were talking about field goal earlier. I'm going to go to field goals on my, my fifth best bet. And uh, I think over 47 and a half for the longest field goal of the game. Um, I, I like that. I think we're seeing a bomb. Both kickers are really strong. Butker is great from over 50. So I do think, I think we're seeing at least a 48 yarder here on Sunday. I like it. I like that one a lot. I have bet that in the past on many a, a Sunday night football. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a fun bet to root for. And you're, you're basically rooting for the 32 yard line, <laughs> 31 yard line, the entire game, uh, which is kind of an interesting feeling. Um, all right. My number five, my actually, my five and number four are very fun and off the board. And if I hit these, I'm going to beat you. Uh, the fifth one is any field goal or uh, PAT to hit the crossbar <laughs> plus 450. I love it. It has happened in way too many playoff games this year. I don't know for whatever reason, but it doesn't matter if it goes in, just has to the clip the, the bar. Uh, I think we'll see one of these one of these games, especially Butker's kind of been shit in this playoffs, and Suckup has had a terrible year in general. I can see these guys shanking one and hitting a crossbar, so I lo- I love that one. My number four is <clears throat> ridiculous, and this is totally a Andy Reid and Bruce Arians pulling one out of his ass. Uh, any offensive <laughs> lineman to score a, a touchdown, love it plus twenty five hundred. I think I think there's going to be some wild trickery in this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's an extra offensive lineman on the field uh, who's rumbling into the end zone or catching a pass in the back of the end zone. So uh, any offensive line to score a touchdown, it, it's great, man. It shows how you know you. I mean, you can bet on basically anything in the whole game. So um, I love that. I think these are going to start getting a little bit more wild down the stretch. Um, I know mine. I I kind of starting to get a little bit. Uh, I guess more clever when it came to the bets. So, um, but I, I love that one. I'll definitely be on the lookout to see if that one hits. Um, number four for me, I have uh, the Tampa Bay first quarter money line at plus one twenty. Uh, I decided to go away from the spread. They were plus a half a point in the in the first quarter. Um, but we know Kansas City; they fall down almost every single week, and they have to come from, come and play from behind. So, I do think Tampa Bay is going to have a lead here after the first quarter. So, I like them at plus one twenty. And then number three, a, a prop that has nothing to do with the game at all. How many songs we played during the halftime show over under eight? I mean, eight just seems like a shit ton. And especially considering that half the audience at least probably has never heard a weekend song once in their life, or at least knew it was the weekend. So uh, I like the under eight at, at plus 155. So the last one's interesting. If you go to Champions Round, download the app, play seven stakes uh, today or before the Super Bowl. Our seven questions this weekend are all about the halftime show. And one of our questions is over or under seven and a half songs during the halftime. So it's funny that you brought up the prop. Uh, so if you want to bet on that prop, go down, download the app, join the league today, and uh, you know, place your bet on what side you think it's going to happen. You don't even have to be a football fan to enjoy those props. You know, if it's all for that, <clears throat> halftime show even if you're just there for the commercials watching the game for the commercials you know download the app and, and have a little fun watching having a little added fun watching the halftime show absolutely uh all right let's go to my i'll go with my three and two my third one over four and a half sacks in this game uh brady's old he goes down whenever there's pressure in the backfield so that's good for at least two or three 
Uh, and Mahomes, I mean, I, yes, I believe he's going to scramble a lot and have successful plays. But there still is concerns with the offensive line. I do think that the, uh, Shaq Barrett and JPP will be able to get to Mahomes at least a couple of times. I think that four and a half is a little low. I probably have it closer to five and a half. So I'll take the over on that one. And the longest touchdown uh, is my number two pick. Uh, over 45 and a half yards. I'll take the over here simply because, look, it's – the Chiefs, they can break off a long one at any time. But Tampa Bay, don't I mean, don't be surprised if they try to take the the top off. Uh, Scotty Miller, AB is going to play. You have Godwin, Mike Evans. Um, and the Chiefs can be had a little bit. So I, I think that one of the two teams will end up scoring a long I touchdown in this one. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. My number two and my number one. So uh, I started with number two. The position of the first touchdown. I'm going to go quarterback here at plus 850, taking a flyer. Patrick Mahomes ran in the first touchdown last year. I think we could see a patent Tom Brady quarterback sneak to start off the scoring and uh, Tom kind of doing the proverbial middle finger to everybody in the crowd. Like, hey, I'm 43 and I'm still scoring a Super Bowl touchdown. So I like the quarterback to run in the first touchdown at plus 850. And then my number one, a super long shot, my MVP sleeper, Super Bowl MVP sleeper. And you mentioned JPP in your previous props, but him at plus 7,000, Jason Pierre-Paul, couple sacks, play maybe a forced fumble and a Tampa Bay win. I think he's. I think he'd definitely be in that MVP conversation. So because um, it was only one point, I said I'd take a, a big flyer on that and, and try to get and try to uh, capitalize. I love the JPP one. I think there's a very good chance that they win. Uh, he's going to be heavily involved. Um, for the quarterback one that you picked one, I always bet on quarterbacks to have the first touchdown. I've been doing this on every Sunday night, Thursday night and Monday night football game forever. It's a great bet, but I don't know why you would do the quarterback first one plus eight fifty instead of just betting Brady and Mahomes first touchdown straight I up you could bet both of them. And, uh, either. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. We, I know you only had one spot here. I'm just right. talking about for betters in general. I would rather take I would rather take both quarterbacks straight up. Mahomes got to be like plus thirteen hundred, plus fourteen hundred, and Brady's probably like plus twenty five hundred. Uh, also, if you like those, I like the under one and a half uh, yards for a short touchdown. Those are usually like minus one ninety. Um, in a classic Brady sneak, it's one yard. So if you hit both of those, this is what I did last year in the Super Bowl. Mahomes. I had first touchdown was like plus fifteen hundred, and I had a lot of money on the under one and a half shortest touchdown for like minus one sixty. Love it. You win it all on the first play. Love it. Or first touchdown. It was awesome. Um, so my last pick here uh, is first quarter under ten points. I just think it's going to be low scoring to start off with. Uh, Chiefs start slow. Tampa Bay not exactly the fastest start in the world. Trying to feel each other out. And usually uh, most of the Super Bowls of recent memory uh, go under in the first quarter. So that would be my, uh, my best bet, my last best bet for the prop. I like it. I could, I mean, I could see it, especially with the weather, like you said. All right, let's go on to our final segment of the podcast. Super Bowl predictions. We're finally here. Um, so let's start with your X factors. I, I talked teams. about both of them in my props, but I, I think Leonard Fournette on the offensive side of the ball, for Tampa Bay, and I think you know the pass rushers. It's it's easy. Maybe it's a low hanging fruit, but JPP, Shaquille Barrett, those are my X factors in, against Green Bay. We saw what they they did there against Aaron Rodgers and, and how uncomfortable they made him. I, I just think that 
both sides. I think Leonard Fournette has to run the ball at least a little bit. And uh, those pass rushers, that, that front four, specifically the front four for Tampa Bay, has to at least cause some pressure on, on, on Patrick Mahomes. And on Kansas City, I'm looking at McCole Hardman. And, I mean, it's a guy who – I think he was actually pretty high, like, in fantasy rankings going into the season. He really never d- turned out to be that solid wide receiver three that a lot of us expected. But in the postseason, he's looked like that guy, and he's delivering big plays, and he has been involved in the offense. So, I think uh, if Mc- with, with the attention to Tyreek Hill, the attention to Travis Kelsey, if McCole Hardman can supply one or two big plays, I mean, that Kansas City team goes from nearly impossible to stop to – impossible to stop so those are my x factors on sunday uh i love that one and i i'm a big mccall hardman 2021 guy uh i think he's gonna break out he's definitely shown it a couple times here recently uh he he has elite speed you know on a team that doesn't need anymore and i can see him uh making a big difference my x factors uh for tampa bay i i'm on the same page as you jpp uh if he gets the quarterback and, you know, forces any sort of turnover, uh, big deal, getting the ball back to Brady more. Um, I think that he could have a huge game. For the Chiefs, I have Ladarius Sneed. Uh, look, I, I think he's their best cornerback. He's going to be matched up against Godwin and Evans. And he's the guy who's going to have to try to slow down the Bucks' passing game, him and Matthew. But I don't know if I can call Matthew an X factor, considering he's mm-hmm. one of the best defensive players in the league. Um, so I, I'm all in on Snead having to have a big game for Kansas City to, I, I love to it. take I, this I one home. I think it's vital, especially when you consider the names Tampa Bay continues to throw out there on offense. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronk. It's no wonder the, this team made the Super Bowl. So um, I think Snead has got to come up big for uh, for Kansas City this weekend. All right, uh, let's go on and get your final prediction of so the So I'll preface this NFL by saying season. I already got money in on Kansas City minus three. Um, so that, it to me, is uh, – I, I like Kansas City to win. So I picked them 31 to 25. Now that's a relatively high scoring, even though I made that prediction before I knew the over-under was 56, and it turned out to be the over-under right on, right on, the, right on the head there. So – um, maybe it's possible. I know that's a, a bigger gap than the spread is indicating right now, but uh, I like Kansas City 31, Tampa Bay 25. Obviously, if if the weather becomes a factor, there I, I kind of like the unders there, under 56. If there's a lot of rain, if there's delays, if the game gets choppy, kind of like you said. So that's where I'm going with right now. And then my Super Bowl MVP, um, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. I, I just couldn't, if Kansas City wins and they put up 31 points, I just couldn't see it being anybody else but uh, but Patty. Yeah, I I originally had this at Kansas City 34-26, and I have dialed it back a little bit due to the rain. So I have Kansas City 30-23. I think it'll be close until the fourth quarter. I think Kansas City will put it away like they always do, late touchdown. And I have to go with Mahomes as MVP. The way that I see out of it would be a defensive touchdown, and I think that the guy that would do it, we talked about him, Tyre Matthew, any sort of thing like that where it's, you know, a game-changing play and he ends up scoring a touchdown, maybe he has two picks. I could see a path for him to win uh, Super Bowl MVP. If it does end up being the Bucks who win, maybe it's 
Brady because it's a lifetime achievement award or whatever. But my guess is that if the Buccaneers win it, it'll be a defensive player. Um, so I, I kind of don't hate like any defensive player prop uh, for Super Bowl MVP. It's out there some places. Um, yeah, it's hard to go against Mahomes if uh, if Kansas City's putting up thirty and winning the game. It's basically a quarterback award anyway. I will say if uh, Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey catch, you know. 10 balls for 150 yards and a couple scores. And, and even if Mahomes does throw three touchdowns, that to me could also be an interesting storyline there as to who wins the MVP. But, you know, chances are it, it goes to the quarterback on the winning team. So, but uh, we have seen exceptions. So who knows? I would say that if Tyreek had a similar game that he did to week, in week 12 when he had 200 yards in the first half, now you're talking about okay, he's the Super Bowl MVP. But even if Kelsey has like 13 receptions, right, for 120 yards and a touchdown, Mahomes is probably still winning the MVP then. Like, it's going to have to be a historically relevant game for – or Mahomes throws right. three touchdowns but right. also throws like I, yeah, four I think interceptions. The... So it's going to be it's going to be an anomaly. I, agree. I if think if the pass catcher even wants to be in, in consideration or even the running ba- a running back, let's say – um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire scores two touchdowns. I think that skill position has to at least get in the end zone at least two times, and, and probably three if they're going to compete with Mahomes. I mean, let's talk about Damian Williams last year. He was, he was probably Super Bowl MVP, <laughs> and he didn't come close to sniffing it. He had two touchdowns. He had two touchdowns in the last six minutes of the game and didn't get a whiff of it. Right. And he put, and he put the game away. Um so I think it's really hard. Mm-hmm. For, running backs just don't win this award anymore. It doesn't happen. It's a defensive player, wide receiver, or a quarterback. That's pretty much it. Um, it's just the way that these games are played. I, I can't see – unless a running back scores like like four touchdowns or right. something like that. Right. I don't even know I if mean, three would do We it. haven't seen it, so you know it's, it's, hard so. To, uh, it's hard to predict it. But um, especially when you got a talent like that. I mean, I think there's also a, a storyline factor – when it comes to this award, it's like, you know, like you said, if if Tampa wins, even if Tom Brady has a, you know, mediocre game, I think he's probably still going to get the MVP, lifetime achievement, the the cherry on top on, on an unbelievable season. So um, I think the same could be said about Patrick Mahomes as far as, you know, legacy. He's the star. He's the face of the league. And, uh, you know, might as well throw him the MVP at the same time. Absolutely. All right. That does it for us this week. Michael, thank you as always for joining us throughout the entire season. Uh, It's been wonderful to have this podcast with you, but we're not done yet. We will be back in short order uh, talking about the NBA, NFL draft, uh, other stuff that's coming up with champions around. So stay tuned, stay locked in, follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, and we will uh, have some information when our next podcast will be out. Um, Until then, Michael, enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs. Let's make some money and we will talk to you soon.